I want to talk about women and competition. Also, competition and envy. You know, this is something that I've really noticed just growing up as a child. You know, I used to participate in just playing sports and playing, learning how to play chess. And then also, you know, I was a dancer. I was on the pom-pom squad. And, you know, when you're a part of a team, there's healthy competition because you're on a team. So you're practicing as a team member to compete against and beat the other team. And that's what I would consider to be healthy competition. And I, I would also see that in business where, you know, you see the, the rivalries between like businesses like Coke and Pepsi. You know, that's, you know, the, the, the competitiveness between employees. Um, and you look at sales as, you know, as the, the common, you know, the sales, you know, who's, who's more successful, who's, who has the higher sales, who's, you know, who's beating the other company. Now, that's just all part of competition. But then there's the dark side of competition. And there's the just the dark emotions that are associated with competitiveness. And in society, you know, women, women learn that they're not supposed to be competitive and win at each other's other's expense. And that their natural competitive spirit can't be shared openly or even jokingly with other women. But, you know, competition happens all the time. It's just not really talked about. It's kind of a covert part of narcissism. You know, a very envious woman that is very competitive and that is seeking power usually has a very high level of narcissism in her. And that's just the way it is. Um, <clears throat> and they will trample other people to get to the top. That's not necessarily a healthy psyche. Um, when you have a woman that is, you know, helping other people to grow and developing her team to grow and she wants other people to succeed, that's a more healthy psyche. You don't want to win by, you know, destroying other people. That's, that's not healthy. That's dark and that's destruction. You know, you want to win by also, you know, helping other people. You know, in, in such situations, you know, when women can't really talk about their competition. This is also when aggression cannot be channeled channeled into a healthier positive edge and it becomes inhibited and it goes underground. So there's this relationship between competition and aggression and it all becomes kind of like this hidden dark parts of the psyche. And there becomes a secret feeling of envy and desire for the other to fail and it's laced with guilt and shame and that's not really healthy that's not the way that we want to be and I've experienced a lot of these types of women in business where you know they put their <clears throat> it's almost like a woman carrying a gun and they put their scope on another female and they will do whatever they can 
to get that other female to get fired. <clears throat> Even if it means like making up stories or twisting things, you know, ever so slightly. I mean, I, I have a woman in my mind that I worked with, you know, she was awful and I would watch her, you know, go after other women and she was not an attractive woman. She was short, pudgy, bowl haircut, long nose. Like she was just, she was not, a, you know, she was not an attractive woman, but it's not about looks either. You can be, you know, a very pleasant and kind person and, you know, have a good heart. You know, she was just awful. There was nothing redeeming about her. And I would watch her just destroy other women's lives. And she took pleasure in this. And so I, you know, navigated around her. And when she called me, you know, to talk about business, I would just be very yes and no. I would give her what she needed, but I would get off the phone as fast as I could. And I would stay away from her. And, you know, I remember she, there was like a party for her because she was pregnant. So there was a, a party to celebrate her pregnancy. <clears throat> and I just remember like sitting all the way in the back and to staying quiet, but pleasant because I didn't trust her and I still don't trust her. And she's a very catty woman, very competitive, but you know, it's that term schadenfreude. She would take pleasure in bringing other women down. And it was very toxic. And it was hostile. And it was just laced with this just really dark energy. And it was, uh, you know, there's always that one person that you remember. And she's that one person. And, and yet when I would, when I look at her now, I just see this mask of she's, you know, riddled with insecurity. She's, you know, she works in the fashion industry and yet there's nothing fashionable about her, you know, in terms, you know, we're all about trends and colors and being chic and sexy. And she had none of that. She was like a troll walking around in the, in the business. There's nothing chic or sexy about her. Um, and that was the irony. You know, we're supposed to talk about trends that are sexy and chic and, and cool and hip. And she, she was like the troll in the room. Um, but, you know, she also, you know, I think that she felt insecure in this room full of women and men for that matter talking about topics like this being chic and sexy and beautiful because she wasn't that um, and so this brought out this insecurity this unhealthy aggression and this side of her that just wanted to destroy these beautiful people and I watched her. Every six months, she would pick a new victim to, you know, to work on getting fired. And she would spread rumors 
around the department and, and she was just awful. But, you know, I watched her and I, I observed her and, you know, women, you know, are often the experts at being tuned in. You know, we understand, we see this kind of covert behavior. We're tuned into this. We're sensitive to others, other people's feelings. We may not identify it. We may not talk about it, but we see it. Um, we see other women's insecurities. We see how they project, how they feel. And we understand there's kind of an unspoken, you know, when a person feels bad about themselves, you know, the victim becomes the victimizer. We, we see that. We just don't always say it. You know, women learn to feel guilty for feeling happy and successful. You know, and when I worked, when I was around this woman, I was very careful. I couldn't feel happy or successful. I was on guard. You know, because this woman had such a level of competition. And yet, she was not a fashionable person at all. So, and she wasn't attractive. So, I wasn't even sure what she was competing against. So I had to really be careful and I, I just became neutral around her. I wasn't happy. I wasn't sad. I showed no emotion. I was just neutral. And that's the way I would neutralize the situation. Because she would try to provoke you. She would say really nasty things to try to, to trigger you. And if you got upset, you were taking her bait. These are narcissists. And sometimes, you know, if they're even, I, I even see her as a sociopath, to be honest. You know, if, if you're, if she's dangling the bait and she's trying to get you upset and feeding you toxic information and you take the bait, you know, that was her way of like a step one. And, oh, that worked I'm that I'm gonna now report you to HR because you got upset like she had this weird perverse plan you know that she'd bait you if you got upset you know or raise your voice then she would go and complain to you to HR and I saw this with many people so it's it's like this weird um, destruction that she's planting psychologically and there you know these types of women are everywhere in business there's always that one rotten apple and she was the rotten apple she's still a rotten apple she will always be a rotten apple but you have to be careful around these rotten apples don't open up or disclose personal information I told her that You know, she would ask me what my religion was. And I would just stay neutral. Why do you want to know? Why are you asking? What religion are you? I would deflect the question back to her. Because it was none of her goddamn business what religion I was in the workplace. Or what religion I followed. Because she was just looking for information.
know, this is where you have to be careful because, you know, this woman would make you uncomfortable. And you can't, you couldn't share your joy or excitement and any type of accomplishments around this type of person because they don't like it. And that's where you have to be careful with competitive women because competitive women don't want you to succeed. They want you to fail. And it's sad because you you have to be careful in certain certain situations. There's an instinctive pressure to protect yourself. Otherwise, you know, this, these other people will sabotage you or insinuate certain things, you know. So there's this level of protection that you have to have in business and in life when you're dealing with, you know, women that are competitive or envious. Envy is a or jealousy. They are very destructive emotions. They're not love. They're not love and kindness. They are hate and destruction. But, you know, the the hard part in all of this is women often rely on the approval of others to feel good about themselves. You know, we, we want other women to say, good job. You, that project turned out great. You know, we want, you know, going back to the original conversation, you know, when we are working for the same corporation, we're on the same team. We're not the competition. The competition is the other company. And that's where, you know, in business, we can be just self-destructive because we compete against, you know, our own team member to get ahead and in doing that we can self-destruct our our own person ourself you know it's much you know in, in baseball I'll use baseball as an analogy you know you need the pitcher you need the catcher you need the first baseman the second baseman the third baseman you need the outfielders you need the shortstop you know, you know, you need the, the, um, the coach. The coach is basically the department, the person that runs the department, you know, rallying the team. But if, you know, in baseball, you need all of those key players in order to win, in order to, you know, to win the game. I've always used that mentality in business that, when you work in a, in a department, it's a team. We're all players that we all have to work together as one unit in order to be successful. But when you have one rotten apple like this woman that I described that is covertly trying to get different people fired, you can lose the game with that one rotten apple because if that one rotten apple is the first baseman or third baseman or she's in the outfield and she's trying to get different key players fired, it disrupts the whole game. And it's awful 
and it's destruct it's just there's so much there's so many levels of destruction it makes it difficult for the the boss it makes it difficult for their boss it makes it difficult for hr it makes it difficult for the coworkers it's just toxic throughout the organization You know, women have, you know, we have aggression, we have sexuality, and we have power. But it's all in how you use it. Are you going to use it for good or for bad? It's all about your character. Do you have good character or do you have bad character? You know, I mean, you can go into a business. I I know people that, I know women like this, where they work for a company and they flirt with the boss and they sleep with the boss and they get promoted because they're sleeping with the boss and they get big raises because they've slept with the boss. That's really awful because that's using your sexuality and your aggression to gain power. That's no different, that's no different in my opinion than being a prostitute. You're selling yourself sexually to gain money and power. I don't recommend that. And that is another form of competition. If you have five women working in the department and the one woman, they're all at the same level, but the one woman decides to sleep with the boss, she's sleeping with the boss to gain an upper hand, no pun intended, and to make more money and to gain more power. So that was her leverage in in competing against the other women. Did she succeed? I guess. But in a kind of disgusting way. But that's her character. And that never ends well especially in today's day. Especially with the Me Too movement and, you know, they can go way back in your social media to, to when they, when you apply for a job, these companies will scrape your social media to see if there's anything that stands out. Even if you have everything blocked They can still scrape your social media to see if there's anything way back many, many years ago. So you can't hide. You know, in my opinion, to have a good character is to do a good job and to be upfront and honest and to work hard and to get rewarded based on your work and the fact that you've put in the time and the effort and you get promoted and you get raises based on that achievement. You know, when you're taking down other women or, you know, competing against other women and taking them down because of lies or fabrications, that's really horrible. That's a really bad character.
you know, so here are some, some tips for women. Women who feel more comf- com- confident within themselves are less vulnerable to feel threatened by or threatening to their female friends in the face of success. So again, women who feel more confident within themselves are less vulnerable to feel threatened by other female friends. So you need to build up your confidence. That's one. Two, good fortune, happiness, and success can be used to help others, and it is a source of inspiration. Three, women can allow themselves to be separate and autonomous and still maintain close connections. It's okay to be independent. Competition does not have to be dangerous or hurtful, but it can be motivating, allow for healthy sublimation of aggression. Sports. You know, sports are really good for, the, you know, just handling aggression and also handling competition. Sports is excellent. A healthy balance of competition and compassion means allowing oneself to do well and embrace a positive feeling of empowerment and strength. While at the same time caring about your friends, <clears throat> caring about their feelings and supporting them in their own growth. Women need to be more supportive of each other. You know, if you have a friend that's, you know, trying to take other people down and is competitive and out to, like, destroy people, stay away from that person. That person is not healthy. That's the death drive. looked at competition as I compete with myself versus competing against other people. I think it's really healthy just to compete against yourself, you know, and improving yourself. You know, if if you are working on anything, if it's learning an instrument, learning a new language, or, you know, learning a new skill at your job, or if you're doing your job, you know, it's improving yourself and growing and learning when you take your aggression out on other people it's that's not healthy gossip is also prevalent in people that are very competitive and envious. Pay attention to that. Pay attention to your friends, especially female friends, that gossip a lot. Because gossip is toxic. It's a very regressed quality when women just sit around gossiping. Because there's usually a competitive and envious quality to that. They're looking at gaining dirt on other females, dirt that they can somehow use to bring the other person down.
gossip is very immature. It's like mean girls. It's not helping women. It's heading towards destroying women. And if you're that person that always is gossiping, then you're not to be trusted. You know, women often take care of people emotionally. And women rely on the approval of others to feel good about themselves. Women's fear of triumph over others may lead to keeping themselves down or even whether it's conscious or unconscious, you know, they can hold themselves back. Dependency on other people to maintain self-esteem creates a double bind impeding women from embracing and using their edge to achieve success. You know, you don't want to be that coworker that I described. You don't want to be that person that people don't trust. You don't want to be that coworker or friend that people don't want to be around. You don't want to be that that friend or coworker that you know people avoid because they know that you you gossip and they're 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 going to avoid you like the plague because they know that you're going to take information that you shared with them and and tell everyone So be careful at at how you present yourself. Be careful of what you do with information that's presented to you. 